Welcome back to Rusted Junk, the 80s movies podcast. Do you find yourself wanting to put on a corked hat, fight crocodiles in the outback and then move to New York? How about befriending an alien by dressing him up as a ghost on Halloween? If so, this is the podcast for you. If you remember searching for that perfect film from Blockbuster, and if you grew up in the UK, waiting for that one VHS copy to be turned to the newsagents, then welcome. We'll have fond memories waiting for you. I'm Charlie, and the rest of the Rusted Junk team are Amanda... Joe, you and Dom. Hello! Ho, ho, ho! Welcome to the first of our two Christmas films. Uh, we've selected two. Joe's picked one. Joe, you're going first on this one. The second one we're doing is Scrooged, but that's not this week this time. Week this time. Uh, Joe, you, we picked uh, a Christmas story, uh, or you picked a Christmas story, starring Melinda Dillon, Darren McGavin, Peter Billingsley, and others, we'll get to those because I think it's going to be a very entertaining roll call uh, this time, and not for the reasons you'd necessarily think about what, what they starred in. But we'll get to that. Joe, um, why why a Christmas story? Tell, tell us a bit of the uh, the history behind it, significance. Well, I've always liked a Christmas story. I saw it in theaters, and it was one of those word of mouth Christmas movies or movies where uh, it wasn't heavily advertised, but it started to grow a following and people started going to it. And then when it was released on video, people started to like it even more. And then fast forward, uh, when did this come out? 1983. Yeah. So fast forward, I would say like 30 years, they started playing it on TBS, uh, TNT, uh, Ted Turner's, broadcast stations 24 hours of christmas like christmas eve christmas day which uh i think i think it's a little overkill but it's a very it was it is a very popular christmas movie in the united states i really enjoyed it i i still enjoy it i know some things are corny in it and some things maybe you guys won't understand but i am curious to see what you guys thought about it um and and also it's it's interesting too that I found out that none of you had ever seen it before. No, no, not really heard of it, to be honest. Because I thought that was like one of the the Christmas movies that that everybody has seen. But oh well. In this modern age, perfect. Too many people have lost sight of the true meaning of Christmas. Mom, hush! Shut up, Ralphie. So now. In the spirit of the original. I made it, you. Stop. Tradition. American Christmas. Thanks a lot. MGM presents a Christmas story. Dancing through the snow. Uncle. Uncle. And a one horse open sleigh. For the field we go. A Christmas story. Come on! 
the movie that pulls off Santa's beard. And unwraps the secrets. Did I get a tie this year? Of the original, traditional. He looks like a deranged Easter bunny. 100% two-fisted, red-blooded. It's smiling happy. All-American Christmas. A Christmas Story. Isn't it? Very funny. It is. Unfortunately, you're only going to hear three opinions. For those that are listening, uh, for those that are watching, they can see the obvious um, gap that we've got, a uh, very large gap because uh, everyone's important on the podcast. Dom, unfortunately, can't make it. So he won't be part of the podcast tonight. Um, unfortunately, he had something he had to deal with. So you get the three of us, but that's fine because depending on how you feel about it, that might have been three against one. It might be two against one now. I don't know. Let's see. Let's see where we go on this. Um, well, should we start with, I mean, Amanda, do you want to go, do you want to go first? What did you think? Just a brief overview and then we can get into the the, the detail later. A brief overview. Okay. Um, I was expecting something a bit more Christmassy, should I say? Um, content I found was a little bit strenuous in terms of being Christmassy. Um, and the whole going to school thing was a bit, bit of a surplus to requirements. Um, but having said that it was watchable. Um, so yeah, I'm a bit in two minds about it. I don't know. It, it's, um, I wouldn't say it was an overtly Christmas movie. I know there were things about Christmas in it. But the storylines weren't exactly Christmas storylines. Well, that's what I think anyway. Ooh, okay. Sorry, uh, my mum's calling. Oh, right, okay. That's fine, I'll just... There we go. E- excellent. Um, okay, well, seeing as it's your your choice, Joe, uh, I'll go next. Um, I guess it's probably one of those films that got lost in, trans- that got lost in translation. Um, I didn't see it as a, um, I didn't see it as a, I didn't really see it as a Christmas movie when I watched it. It just seemed like a series of events that, that, that happened. Oh, and by the way, it's snowing. Oh, by the way, they go and visit Santa. But the rest of it just seemed to be a, just a series of, of events that were connected and sometimes not connected. And I didn't think it, I didn't think it flowed particularly well. Um, and again, it might be one of those things like, you know, tipping or um, keeping eggs in the supermarket fridge, uh, the difference between uh, England and the US. Um, I didn't know that, by the way, when I was researching differences in the US. I've got quite a load of them, loads of them, I did loads of things that I didn't know that you did. They keep eggs in the fridge in the supermarket. Why? I don't know, Joe. Oh, is the country hotter normally? No, I I don't like eggs, but I know that we keep them in the refrigerator. Um, mm. I have no idea why that we even have like a spot for eggs, like you know, like little holes that go in the refrigerator. So yeah, we have egg trays, but they're removable. Mm. We don't really well. I don't know. Really. Uh, we don't keep <laughs> eggs in the fridge. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, we we do 
things differently like the whole butter thing that you guys do i don't get but i guess like if you were if your parents you don't you, get butter you don't you don't get it on, look on the whole sandwich thing the whole butter sandwiches thing what? like if you're a little girl and your mother gives you it's like oh here love here's a sandwich for you and she gives you like <laughs> grilled cheese tomato and butter on it um well i guess that's that's actually i do put butter on my grilled cheese so ah. <laughs> well i have to make it i put butter on there to make it you well, know why do you need it because you've got the grilled cheese on that one yeah, so you don't need cheese. to well you, don't you i don't want the you know the the bread to stick to the pan or the cheese to stick to the pan so i put some butter in there but, but, but let's you know I, that was a bad hang on you example. put your grilled cheese in a pan <laughs> yeah where do you put what? it what? under the grill where you know like grilled grill. cheese grill cheese like, you put it under the grill and i put Is it, it in, like a, in the name like a skillet you know what what that's fried cheese skillet. that's fried no, it's not. It's grilled. It's not grilled. It's not grilled. There's no grill anywhere near it. What do you put it in? An oven? <laughs> we put it in a grill. You've got no. an oven with a thing that goes in, with the, uh, and it's hot at the top. It's got a grill. So suppose you don't have space for something like that in your kitchen. It's an oven. Everyone's got space for an oven. You either well, have that's like I just said. Do you put it in the oven? Do you grill. put it in the oven to make grilled cheese? It's yes, a, you put it's it the grill in the on oven. the top of the oven that lights up like a big light, like a big heat lamp. You either have electric grill. No, we would never do something like that. Heat from the top or a gas grill. That sounds like insanity to use the oven for. You you don't grill grill cheese. Well, then you don't grill cheese, then, do you? Um, I have got other things, but I realize we'd never get to see the podcast. Can I ask you one more thing? (laughs) Is, Is it true that you don't have electric showers? Electric showers? What, what yeah. the hell is that? <laughs> I don't, we do not. I can confirm that we do not have electric showers. What? So what are they? Shower units that you click on with the electric, and then it heats the water in the actual shower unit. No. What? We have. We have. I thought uh, that was a joke. Honestly, honestly, and there's some things that I wrote back. I nearly wrote next to it. That's got to be a joke. Well, you had to have been to the United States. I know you have. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I remember them having. Yeah. Did you take a shower there? Yeah, but yeah. hotels don't have electric showers traditionally. They're all run off the mains, aren't they? Hmm. Well, I just well, in order for us to to get hot water, we have a hot water heater. Yeah, a boiler. You know, yeah, yeah, basically a boiler, and that's that's how we get the hot water. Yeah. Um, well, we can we have just... either hot hot water from the boiler, yeah. or you can have an electric shower. Now, what is good about having an electric shower is if your boiler breaks, you can still have a hot shower. Well, I think that's pretty cool, actually. I'm not condemning that at all. I'm just condemning the butter <laughs> stuff. <laughs> to be true, to, sorry, for, dear listeners, we're still going to talk about the film. I mean, I know you do. Some of you actually do genuinely like these uh, little barbs from across the pond. As they say. So I'm going to say, you know, I'm, I'm actually going to bypass what I was going to say about the movie because both of you had mentioned this how could you say that this isn't a christmas movie it's not it's a christmas, a christmas movie it's a it, Christmassy from beginning to end it makes prancer look like the naked gun I, I, it, it, it makes prancer look funny it's about a boy it's about a boy who wants a rifle for christmas yes and he's doing everything in his power in order to get that gift. We'll come to that. But yeah, he asked. So how times, was it not Christmas? 23 times he asked for the gun. But asked for the gun in the film. But yeah, we get that he wants a gun for Christmas. That's fine. How he gets the gun for Christmas 
it, it's totally illogical. It's no, totally it's not. illogical. It no, is. No, it's not. It happened it to is. me. Yeah, but I bet you didn't. Right. Okay. Well, we'll go through that. But anyway. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I'd love to share. Well, I could share it later, but I had a similar we'll, story we'll, like we'll, that. We will, we will get to that. Um, okay. In, in short, uh, I probably wouldn't watch it again. Um, and I'd probably want, when we talk about the film, to understand a little more about how it is so beloved. Because something like, you know, Home Alone, I can see, yeah, the people would like that. And more people would like that that aspect to it. And some people would like that. But university people go, it's funny. The kid's great. Macaulay Culkin, wonderful. Robbers, spanners on heads, amazing, great. That's the sort of thing, and it's it's a great leveler. In this one, I'm not surprised that we don't hear, we haven't heard about it because there's not a lot I think for us to relate to. Could be because uh, could and it could be that. Yeah, yeah. So, but I I think this is more of a Christmas movie than Home Alone. What? Yes, that's ridiculous. How? That is, that is ridiculous. I mean, he I've, just uh, basically uh, we, left. All right. No, no, no. We have we have US listeners, and what I don't want to do is drive you all away, because I realise that we're, we're, this is tantamount to somebody, one of you coming over here and punching the king, or something. You know, I mean, not oh, that be, I, my, be my guest. Yeah, not that. Well, I particularly it's an American care. film. You know, it's like uh, I still like Home Alone. Yeah, but, but I can I, imagine I think... that what the, the you our US listeners are hearing now. They're, they're, I was about to say they're spurting out the tea, but they don't drink tea because they're not civilized and they chucked it all in the harbour anyway. Um, but they're spurting up the coffee or chai lattes or whatever it is that they're drinking simply because they're going, why don't you get this? This is like our love actually, you know, or something that something that's endearing that we watch every year. Actually, that's a bad analogy. Um, yeah. I, well, again, like we, we always have this debate about Christmas movies and I guess we can hold that for later too. So Maybe it could- it's like nativity. I'm not sure that would translate particularly well over the seas. Oh, it would. They'd they, they find it charming and they'd mm. go, oh, look at the little ones. Oh, aren't they, aren't they lovely? Uh, I know this is going to anger you, Joe, and this is part of your next, uh, part of the next thing. Die Hard is more of a Christmas film than this is. There is no way. No way in hell. <laughs> it, it is. Watched oh, it yesterday. Watched line, it yesterday. What? Anyway. Not... Um, Joe, let's leave me. Oh, you're you on to, my side on that to, one, Amanda. Well... I like Die Hard. It I is do too. Christmas themed because it's set at Christmas, but it's not necessarily a film about Christmas. It just in coincidental that Christmas is happening at the time. Home of Alone, then. Film. I just don't think you know when you think of a Christmas movie, you think of family and Christmas. It's something, and I know I'm really happy that Amy got to see it in theaters with you because i know how yeah, beloved yeah, sorry. it is we, we took you. her to see it last night for the first time in the cinema that's what joe means yeah um but it's just something that you don't wait every christmas to watch it's because it's violent you know it's disturbing i mean you want christmas to have like warmth and happiness and joy and, and you know, again it's like like I had a blast, night. by the way so yeah i thought it was All great right, well, <laughs> Silent Night, Deadly Night. You know, that's not something that you're going to watch with the kids. And, and, you know, there were a couple that I mentioned, like Batman Returns, you know, with the Penguin. That's takes place all during Christmas. Are you trying to say that that's less of a Christmas movie than Die Hard? What? Ooh, uh, cool. Batman, Batman Returns. Returns? Yeah. Batman Returns is set at Christmas, and it has lots of Christmas themes running through it. So it's a Christmas movie? Well... Yeah, go on then. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Well, yeah. Well, he's having to say that because then that discount. Die not hard. really. Yeah. Right. What? Right. What well, is you it? Tell, you can tell from his got? voice Fam- that it's family. It's yeah. like he doesn't want to say no, it. No, 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 yeah. not at all. Family, Christmas tunes, snow, Christmas trees, presents, Christmas party, Christmas spirit. I suppose at the end. Um, the, the the genuinely of getting together, ebony and ivory, in uh, perfect harmony with the cop. Perfect. What, what else do you want? What else do you want? Chuck in a few helicopters and hostages and stuff like you know. That's Christmas, man. Are you like you mentioned ebony and ivory? I was I was like, what does ebony and ivory have to do with Batman Returns? You know, oh, die hard. you're talking about Die Hard. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to hear it. it. Like I said, I think it's like some hipster doofus. Like at some point, it's like, gosh, I can't believe that Die Hard takes place during Christmas and people don't consider it a Christmas movie. We need to push this. Yes, it is a Christmas movie. And they only do that just to annoy people that know it's not a Christmas movie, like myself to this. and possibly Amanda, you know, that, you know, just to annoy us because it is no way in hell. I mean, like I said, it was released in July. If it's a Christmas movie, why would you release it in July? Yeah, it ah, was, yeah. Hang on. Yeah, was it record. released in July in the UK, though? Uh, Yeah, it was towards it later on. I think it was September. Like, it's an action movie, you know? And it's like, and I don't even think that they really, over here, they play a lot of Christmas movies. You know, it's different now because you have all streaming and everything. But like when they would have cable, it's not like something where they would go, you know? Christmas Eve, Die Hard, you know, they, I doubt they would even play Die Hard on Christmas. But again, like I said, it's a bunch of hipster doofuses that are like, yes, it is. A, it's a Christmas movie and there's no way you can convince me it's not, you know, and I'm All right, speaking quick, to one Quick fire round. It's just yes or no, right? Uh, are these films Christmas movies? National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? Yes. Amanda? Yeah. Gremlins? No. Uh, no. Good lord. Right. National Lampoon. Um, Violence. Uh, no. Uh, Die Hard 2. No. Okay. No. Um, Muppet Christmas Carol. Yes. 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 Right. Okay. Got it in oh, the so title. We found. Well, let's see. Well, that's oh. a. I mean, what I about think Scrooge? that's. A, yes. Uh, you know, Scrooge. a Christmas oh, right. Carol is. Is okay. a Christmas story. A, a Christmas Carol is a Christmas story, and it's has many movies that were done on it. And yes, that's a Christmas movie. And so is a Christmas story because it's called a Christmas story. Love Actually. No. Um, Love Actually isn't a Christmas movie. I don't think it the is. The whole thing is set at Christmas. Nah, but it's I mean... all about love. You know, it's not like, and that that's the same thing with Die Hard. It's not about Christmas. It's about you know, killing all the terrorists and saving his wife. It has and nothing love, to do with and Christmas. And getting back together and getting the family back together. That's what a Christmas end that is. If this is what well, I like at Christmas, I've got to be here for New Year, says our girl at the end. Yeah. Great. Right. Mm. Anyway, know. right. Okay. Anyway, back to Christmas story. So tell us why you, again, we've, we've both given our uh, brief introductions, even though it took like 20 minutes. That's fine. Joe, <laughs> um, just just give us a bit more background to it. I guess I could relate to it. That's the whole thing is that I went through a lot of the things that Ralphie went through and some of the things that we saw in school and some of the things that 
he went through with his parents, I went through. And, and again, maybe it is a cultural thing where you guys didn't have that. Like where I was, who was I? I was talking to Jack. We were talking about Christmas. I told him we were going to do a Christmas story. Hmm. And um, I said, like, I don't get the whole king hats that they wear over in England. It's like, what? what is that? We don't have that over here. And, uh, what, what? Oh, he's talking about the um, hats you get in crackers, paper hats. Oh, they're out of crackers. Yeah. Party hat. Yeah. You, pull, yeah. you don't have crackers, do you? No. You don't yeah. have crackers. Well, we're not, we're not ruled by royalties. Oh, well, why, why, why would you say crackers to do with the royalty? Well, because you wear a crown. It? You wear a crown. No, 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 no. The crackers thing originated in Victorian times. By yeah. the queen? No. No, it's just <laughs> well, they wanted to pull things. You would. Pull I didn't them. even know there was, there was like mini explosions involved in that too. Mm. Yeah. They came later on. They were. Is there is there candy inside of it? Um, no. It's usually a little toy or a, a puzzle. toy. Toy, a joke, and a hat. Yeah, toy, joke, and a hat. Okay. Well, again, that's nice. I think it's fun to see that, but we don't have that here. Okay. You're probably not account uh, accountable for all the stuff that gets put into landfill anyway, so that's probably mm. a good idea you don't have them. Well, they've, yeah. they've got really boring yeah, now, the crackers, because they're all like, oh, we're not going to put foil on them. We're just going to make them all paper. Oh, oh because... Uh, oh, the toys. Oh, we've got to be, like, really, really? responsible. So we're going to give you, like, Paper-based cardboard toys. No, I don't want that. You know who I think should be beheaded is the person that came up with paper straws. Oh, yes. they're horrible. Yes, they I agree. To your lips. They yeah. go mushy. Saving um, the environment. I don't care if a thousand dolphins have to die. Do you know you what? Know, though? I want my plastic straw. It's so funny. <laughs> I'm not condoning the plastic straw, but on the side of some of our drinks, you have the paper straw. In a cellophane wrapper. Oh, yeah. really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where's the logic Brilliant. in that? Um, <laughs> Joe, I'm going to test, because uh, I can't believe I, I remembered that you don't have crackers. We've got to introduce the our lovely audience um, across the pond and elsewhere, perhaps, the non-UK, of the joy of trying to guess the answer to a Christmas cracker joke. So I'm going to give you three. Okay. Okay. Right. So, what do you what do you get if you eat Christmas decorations? Humbug. Oh, I know. <laughs> Amanda. Tinselitis. That's the answer. That's yeah. That's the gag. But I, I said humbug. You couldn't get a humbug. No tinsel. No, because like... it's about decorations. What do you get if you eat Christmas decorations? Eating Christmas decorations because you know you got tonsillitis. You get tonsillitis. Uh, okay. Tonsillitis. This is, so this is fair. This, this is going to be great. So this Amanda knows the answers. I'm <laughs> determined to do the other the other two. What do they sing at Snowman's birthday? Ooh, I might have foxed Amanda. Here. Um, oh. Okay. Not keep no. you hanging because we'll be here all day. Happy birthday. Free's a jolly good fellow. Free's oh. a jolly good fellow. We don't sing that at a happy birthday. Free's. Yeah, but Free's a jolly good fellow. No, but we don't even sing for he's a jolly good fellow. Yeah, well, neither do we, but... Uh, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> Dear good God, this is... Right, Another crappy joke. More. All right. All right. Um, what do frogs... What do frogs wear on the feet? 
no. Flippers? It's got to be something about slippers, hasn't it? Open-toed sandals. Oh, jeez. I'm glad yeah, we don't well, have those things. What? <laughs> Open-toed sandals. Toad. Oh, toad. Jeez. Oh. Right, okay. But frogs and more. toads are different. What does Santa's little helpers learn at school? The alphabet? Just things like that. Anyway. Well, that's funny. That, that one's cute. Oh, yeah, right, okay. I'll, I'll send you some more anyway. Um, that's anyway, all right. Well, that, so there's <laughs> the difference. Joe, sorry, over to you. What, what do you want? What do you want me to well, do? Yeah, just, joke. Well, I'll tell you what. Can we should be... Yeah, in fact, tell us a joke in, in a similar one. vein of that. Go on. I, I, no, I can't be put on the spot like with something like that. You know, oh, all I can joke. do is defend a Christmas story. That's why I'm here. Okay, that's... that's <laughs> Not well, to tell jokes. Joke. Okay, what's the joke? What does a perverted frog say? <laughs> uh, I know it. I don't know. What? Okay. Rub it. Rub it. <laughs> That's not. What does it have to do with Christmas? <laughs> it doesn't. It's a joke. <laughs> okay, Joe. Last one. How do you get a Japanese cartoon character onto a bus? I don't know. What? <laughs> Pokemon. Pokemon. Oh man. <laughs> wah, right. Wah, wah, okay. Wah, right. Enough wah. of this. Hopefully, I put, we put a smile on somebody's <laughs> face just because of how bad the, the, this particular last five minutes have been. Yeah, anyway, we lost loads of listeners. I can't wait to oh get back into the other three things I've got about, because you won't believe one of the ones that the, they do in the US, and we would never do here. But anyway, we'll get to those. Oh. We'll get to those. Should we do roll call? Because this is this is going to be quite interesting. Should we go to roll call? Yes, please. Sure, sure. Okay, roll call. Here we go. Roll call. Um, it's a bit lean. And Joe, you might be able to help fill in some of the gaps here. Let's do some of the ones that we do know about uh the most famous person that out in this film is melinda dillon hmm. do we agree on that who is melinda that dillon, famous for close encounter of the third kind uh oh that was the mum was it yeah uh she hit a high point obviously just be- three years before this playing woman with balloon in the muppet movie uh, but she was in a muppet movie uh <laughs> she was with paul um newman in absence of malice uh, just to finish it off, because there isn't much more. She was in Bigfoot and the Hendersons, although you called it Harry and the Hendersons. God knows why. Bigfoot and the Hendersons. Because he was you know, Harry. He was you Harry. know what you're getting. Harry and the Hendersons could be, they've like, you know invited some homeless guy in or you something. You can tell by the posters and the trailers what we were going to get. How about, and they, and they called him Bigfoot Harry. And the Hendersons, and you know, oh, wait a minute, it's a family called the Hendersons and a Bigfoot. I mean, you usually dumb down your movies and literature for us. <laughs> you know, this is dumbing down our movie for you. Okay. Bigfoot and the Hendersons, where he, it was called Harry and the Hendersons because he was Harry and it was on the posters. You could put two and two together that Harry is a Bigfoot. I'm sorry. We don't need to spell it out. Well, Bigfoot and the Hendersons. <laughs> but there you go. I don't need a poster. Brilliant. All right. Wonderful. Anyway. Uh, she played. Okay, I, uh, 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 go ahead. Sorry. Uh, lastly, very quickly, uh, she played uh, Mrs. Uh, Steve Rogers' um, mother in the Captain America film, uh, the ill-fated one in the 90s. Oh, uh, that's a yes. rough one. Are you uh, going to say Chris Evans? <laughs> no, no. I've never seen his mother. <laughs> and Magnolia, uh, she was in. And every, everyone's good in Magnolia, so I've got to give her that. 
I got to say one thing about her, and it's kind of weird. I think I think I saw this when I was about seventeen, and um, I I was attracted to her in this movie. I don't know what? why. I was, yeah. There's something about her, especially when she had that Harlequin outfit on. I thought she was. I don't know. I thought she was pretty hot. She was the hottest person in that movie. Hottest girl. She, in that she movie. was the only woman in that movie. All the teacher. No, the teacher. The teacher. Oh. Hmm. Uh, okay. The teacher oh. looked like the one from. Uh, oh, what's that one that you guys like, Matilda? Oh, Not as trench, bad. Trenchable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Darren McGavin, who played. Well, I've called myself Old Man Hal. He's called Hal, isn't he? That's his name. Well, why do you call yourself Old Man Hal? Because he's called the old the old man. No, but why do you call yourself that? Because he's called Hal. Because everyone refers to him as Hal. In the I movie. understand that, but why do you? You said I call myself that on the podcast. We all change our names. You you have over a Joe Buck. Oh, okay. We've got Mother Parker and right, Old Man I Hal. I didn't. I didn't see Jeez. that. Okay, sorry. All right, sorry. For those I thought who have you, I thought to you called many yourself- years. Yeah, I we change called, our names for the video. I thought like Amanda called you that around the house, and I was like, "That's weird." No, yeah, okay. she just calls me old man. <laughs> she drops, the, she drops the howl. It's fine. Um, so Darren McGavin, uh, not a lot, really. Um, he was also in Captain America. Um, he played a, a general in Captain America. Uh, he was the bad guy in Raw Deal, uh, and he was. Brian Madison, the billionaire father of Billy Madison, the famous film with Adam Sandler. That's it. Yeah, I'm sure you would like that. Well, I, I, I what? I like, oh, Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. I put on the other day. Man, did never seen it. Oh, she liked it. Yeah. The golf. Do you remember that. the guy that could hit with the hockey stick? He could oh, hit the yeah. golf ball with a hockey stick. Yeah. Um. Uh, the guy Peter Billingsley that played Ralph, the little guy with the the big glasses, um, he didn't do an awful lot, but he is quite a famous producer. So he ended up mm. producing Elf, Four Christmases, um, and Iron Man. It of is? all things, yeah. So this is an interesting fact that I don't know if you guys know this. Okay, he's really good friends with John Favreau and Vince Vaughn, but I don't know if they grew up together or whatever. But they, I think they formed a production company together. And uh, when he did Elf, he was one of the characters in Elf. He was the the lead Elf that was always scolding. Um, what's his name? Elf. <laughs> I can't Elf think of yeah, I can't think of the the character's name. Okay. Uh, but anyway, he he was the you know the boss Elf, and. He also John Favreau was in that movie too, so that's the whole connection. Mm-hmm. They're very close, uh, the three of them. Well, um, unfortunately, from his directorial debut, it was only two years ago, he directed Couples Retreat with Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston. And for that, he, he, he uh, blotted his copybook. That is an awful film. And the fact they made a sequel shows just how bad the society's become. With watching films. Oh, really? There was a sequel. Ugh. Oh, was it? Did that one have uh, Vince Vaughn in it? No, none of them did. Oh, I don't think. No. Couples Retreat was Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston. No, but I remember there was a movie about a bunch of couples that went to, like, a tropical island, and I think Vince Vaughn was in it. I'm not sure. Oh, he might was. have been in it. 
It's just, yeah. it was, it's, it's dreadful. Do you know, the, I, I'm just going to interject here slightly. We, I, I had loads of things we need to do. We turned off the TV, we, you know, and we put like normal TV on. And it just so happened that Pride and Prejudice came on. And I sat there and went, and I sat and watched it for 10 minutes. And I went, this has got a really, this has got a really good story. And so I, the things that I needed to do, I was like going, I wonder what they're going to do. I wonder how they're going to react and all this sort of thing. And within 10 minutes, I was captivated. And I was like thinking, you don't get that these days. You don't get good stories. Which Pride days. and Prejudice was it? The one with uh, Kira Knightley. and um, Yeah, I, again, it, I, I actually, I love that movie. It's one of my favorite yeah, movies. Yeah, I've never seen it. Yeah. yeah, it's very cinematic. It's got a lot of. Um, sort I, of I love. That's what I picture England English to be. You know, scenes, it's. I, yeah. I love that time period, and uh, the mm. music is just really good, and it's very, just very well cast. Yeah, so I, that's what, that's what I'm thinking. I'm looking at all of this dross and rubbish that's coming on Netflix and Amazon Prime and Disney, everything, and you're like, occasionally something comes up, and you go, "That was a really good film," and you go, "That." But it's so rare these days. You used to have loads of good films to deal with. But anyway, I'm getting off the point. Um, roll call, babe. Roll call. The, the guy that played Schwartz, a uh, uh, guy called uh, Flick. Flick. He went on to to do Drumroll, Doll Killer Two, and Normal Terror. And right. then th they they all came back to do a Christmas Story Christmas, which yeah. looks dreadful. In it fact, was. It looks, yeah, I saw it. It was awful. Yeah, it's like Home Alone three. Yeah, it's like I know that it exists now, but I have no intention of ever bumping into it. No, in, it in was worse because I I wouldn't mind seeing Macaulay Cul Culkin come back and play Kevin again. This just didn't work with him playing Ralphie. You know, it just didn't work. Right. But this guy Scott Schwartz, he also did the toy, which was didn't kind of okay. The one with Richard Pryor. Yeah, and Jackie right. Gleason. Jackie Gleason. Which again, um, was, you couldn't make today. So, no. But he was the boy, you know, that got the toy. Oh right. Oh okay. Oh, I missed that bit then. And um, uh, he actually he couldn't find work after he was like a, it, once he grew out of being a child actor, and uh, I think he started doing porn. Well, do you know? I'm not saying the porn avenue is part of the course, but. This film was gifted with nobody, nobody really having a successful time afterwards. It should have been a shoe in, even if people caught it later, three, four years when VHS took off and, and everything. Mm. Suddenly, th these people should have been, oh, we need him. What's they doing now? And uh, nothing. This story might be the best story I'm about to tell you. And it's very quick, but in roll call history, RD Rob, who played a character called Schwartz, made a film in 1995 called Don's Plum. Starring Leonardo DiCaprio and Tobey Maguire. And they, DiCaprio and Maguire ended up suing the producers of the film because they went, we don't, we don't want this shown anywhere because you said that it was going to be a short film rather than a feature length film. So they sued, successfully sued the producers. However, in 2016, there was an online campaign to release the movie. Does anyone want to guess what the website was called? Oh, 
it, it, you'll kick yourself for not telling me. But the film was Don's Plum, so that's a clue. www.freedomsplum.com which is sounds like you you need to uh okay well, i thought i'd get a better reaction than that but yeah it's too okay. bad don wasn't here well exactly <laughs> don don would find that hilarious free dom's plum don's plum and in 2022 the producer will just email you the film to anyone that asks for it now so it, pretty much that's that's what's happened the rest of roll call don't know like like chief burgo in zootopia do know don't care well, Gene Shepard, he was the one that did the narration, and he plays the the older Ralphie. Um, he actually did a couple of movies where he narrated over it, and I guess it was either Ralphie or some other character. He, but uh, he wrote the story, a Christmas story, and he wrote a lot of other stories. So he was a somewhat a popular American author. Um, but I think that what makes this movie work, for me anyway, is the narration. I right. really think he did a good job, you know, with his voice. It was like, it was very fun and very heartfelt, you know. And, you know, when you think of an adult, you normally don't think of someone talking like that. Like, uh, and I think I, I, if this didn't have a narration in it, I, I don't know if it would have done as well as it did. Okay. Um, that's it for roll call. There really isn't a lot more to say, but. I thought Freedom's Plum would get a bit more of a laugh. Maybe he did it. Who knows? Um, but right on to the film then. Um, where to start? Well, the story is about basically a kid wants a gun for Christmas. He wants a BB gun. Is that the best way to call it? It's BB gun. Yeah, Red Rider BB gun or something like that. Yeah, yeah. that's what he wants. Um, he spends the entire film asking for it, and all you see is a series of, as I say, sometimes connecting, sometimes not connected at all, things that happen, and then he ends up getting the gun. Is that the film? Is that roughly it? Yeah, but it's it's a lot more interesting than what you're making it out to be. <laughs> no, I mean, I know there's things in the middle of it. There's, there's well, things that I really don't understand. Well, I did um, want to say, again, like, th this happened to me. Like, when I was a kid, this was way before this movie came out. You know, I was still in, like, feetsy pajamas, whatever you call them over there, you know. Uh, where what? I, you know, you know, like, uh, pajamas, like, where, you know, your feet are covered up um, as a kid. Baby like, grows. Uh, well, I wasn't a baby, you know. What? Oh, was, well, we yeah, kind of like a onesie sort of thing. <laughs> Joe in a onesie. It's all coming yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, we only really had them when you were like tiny, like a baby. Um, onesies only really kind of got popular about 10 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe I was, I, I might have been like four or five years old or something like that, you oh, know? Okay. And I knew like, you know, going to the bathroom was almost impossible in that thing because it was like a, a straitjacket. It was. I was always pissing myself. <laughs> Delightful image there, Joe. Thanks, Matt. Yeah, well, that's, really I didn't ask for it. You know, it's like they put me in a freaking torture chamber. At five, um, you didn't have a, you didn't have a. Basically, you couldn't say what, yes or no to it. At five. 
Well, maybe no. I guess, that's why I say it was like probably before. no, especially I couldn't say what the hell I wanted to wear in my house. He's just seen the stuff I wore in grade school. This is awful. Yeah, I mean, oh. well, I wore a uniform in grade school, but I'd always like get the worst shoes. Everybody would make fun of them, and you know, I, I'd get like the cheapest jackets. It was a horror show. And in high school, oh, God. the disco era. Oh my God, you know. <laughs> NHS but, classes. Was it was it um, a catastrophe in the clothing department? Was it, Joe? Yeah, it was. It was just awful, oh. absolutely. And my mother didn't know how to wash clothes, so she always, you know, she wash clothes, put them in the dryer, put them in with everything, and I always get balls on my clothes, like on my cotton shirts. And people yeah, that's definitely not how you clean them. <laughs> and people would like pick them off of me in class. You know. Oh right, sorry, little cut. Right, okay, sorry. <laughs> what, 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 cut, what? what are you cutting no no i just thought you know when she's washing the clothes with balls that that usually doesn't clean them very well but yeah <laughs> um can i just can i just ask one question yeah but I, but i never finished my story sorry oh, okay. i, I kind of want to finish i got into the onesie thing right so anyway so what i did was i i kept writing to santa claus and i drew him this really nice picture you know of him and in you know and i said in my best penmanship it's like can you please get me an electric train set with a tunnel you know i mean that's all i i want you know it's like you don't have to get me any other present that's all i want i just want this you know and uh and you know i send it to him how early by mail you know i mailed it to the north pole put a stamp on it you didn't it didn't go past your mom uh no i went to the mailbox and mailed it i mean she might have walked with me there to the mailbox so she didn't know what was in the letter oh she knew it was in the letter oh, but she, she let did. me mail it anyway well that's what we, yeah people kids would mail letters to santa claus mm -hmm. put it in the mail yeah the trick then, is you've got to tell your parents though what's in it can't say i can't tell you well they knew only, only well, yeah, can know. no they read it you know it's like they you know i says what how does this sound you know because again at that time i thought santa claus brings all the presents and uh and they kept saying it's like well i don't think you're going to get it because it's electric and you know you're too young to play with electric trains so you you know you're really not going to get it and i think i wrote him another letter you know that said that i'll i'll be careful with the trains and they didn't really know about that one you know and uh, i mailed it to him and i was just like it's like just praying it's like please that's all i want i just want electric trains that's all i want you know and then the day of christmas comes and open up all my presents and there's no electric trains there oh no you know and and you know i was like i didn't complain you know i got like a football or whatever or a football helmet and um you know i was just grateful that i that I got something and then uh you know about an hour later you know my mother said there's something in the tree there you know and uh and she she got up and she looked at his address addressed to joseph you know and uh so she gave me you know the the thing you know the, the letter and it said dear joseph i know you wanted something special for christmas you know but it was so big that i wasn't able to bring it you know up 
to where the tree was. Um, I wanted you to thank your father because he helped me put it together. You know, there's something waiting for you downstairs, you know. So it was just very similar to a Christmas story. Oh, no, don't gloss over that bit. That's great. Yeah. I'm glossing over it. Oh, yeah. There was a train set when I went downstairs. (laughs) Right. Uh, Exactly. They're all assembled. All assembled. That's amazing. Wood paneling. Wood paneling, nailed to the wood paneling. The track was nailed to the wood paneling. (laughs) You know? Oh, God, I bet those owls had been well busy getting that Yeah. Well, she, you know, but Santa Claus said that my father helped put it together. Yeah. So. (laughs) I thought the second letter, I thought the letter from Santa in the tree, when you were going to open it, it was going to go, read your second letter, Joe. I don't fucking believe you. (laughs) Which is basically like, (laughs) you're not going to be careful. You ain't getting getting anywhere near it. Like, will you just (laughs) leave me alone? (laughs) I got... It's like you're on the naughty list anyway. Every, every kid says they're going to be careful. Do you know how many accidents they have with my presence? It's ridiculous. So no, you're not having an electric train. Um, brilliant. Oh, excellent. Okay. And that thing was dangerous, let me tell you. I don't know how I didn't burn the house down. Mm-hmm. It well, really I, was. <laughs> I got a start. I, my greatest present when I was when I was about the same age was it went round. It was the USS Enterprise, which had a hook on the bottom. And and basically, you had a, a, a remote control remote it was wired, and it lifted the Enterprise up and down. Oh, I, I remember that. My friend had oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it would put, it would hook the things the things on, and then you had mm. to put it in a basket. A- hours of fun, hours and hours and hours of fun with that. And that was one of my greatest Christmas presents until my mum went out and it, when I was eight on a rainy uh, uh, rainy Christmas Eve night. And she went and dropped four hundred and forty-nine pounds on an Atari twenty-six hundred. Oh wow, that's nice! A lot of money, a lot of money. And then we woke oh, yeah, up to Space Invaders. Welcome oh, to Space great. Invaders. That's amazing. Um, right, but, cool. but I was going to say with, with that train set, the transformer got so hot it was like you know you could fry an egg on it. It oh. was so hot, and it would cause like the you know the fuses to 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 go out. I mean, oh, it was. God. It was not a very safe gift. It was worth it, though. <laughs> it was. Yeah. You end up being careful. A bit like you the did, plugs you did, in yeah. the, the film. You know, the oh, yeah, and I'm still like that. that. I must have, like, so many plugs coming in, going into one outlet. You know? National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, that size. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, right, yep, okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the, bit, the, the, the question that I wanted to like, sort of kick off, because I think this is going to just be a discussion, sort of random discussion, because there's things I really don't understand. I know you've got a few, Amanda, that you were just willing, hoping that Joe could provide some background on. They don't want him buying the gun because it's going to take his eye out. Mm-hmm. And I went back and watched, watched that little bit. His mum and dad are resolute on that. They are both in the same camp. He's not getting a gun because he's going to take his eye out. Cue to him getting the gun at the end of the film. The dad, dad's, and, and the mum's like, why has he got the gun? Oh, well, my dad bought me one and everything else. Mate, if, if you were always ever going to buy him a gun because it's a family tradition, why did he go through all of that hell? Well, first of all, I, I think he probably decided at the last minute that he was going to get him the gun because he knew that the son really wanted the gun and he knew he was going to be disappointed you know, come Christmas if he didn't get that gun. But but plus there would be no story. It's not like he's not going to tell 
he's not going to tell Ralphie that he's getting him a gun because Ralphie's still under the impression that Santa Claus is bringing the gun, not not his parents. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, okay. Well, if Santa can see everything, he would have seen how he acted in the film, which I know was one of your um, points that you raised, Amanda, which is the, um, the fight that they, uh, they have, yeah? That was brutal. Would have been, he would have been dead. The beating <laughs> that he gave him, he just did not stop. It was worse than the Cray movie. Seriously. Just like, oh my God, he is going to stop now, isn't he? He's going to stop. No, no, no he's going to carry no, on. Carries no, on. he's going to carry on. Oh, and he's going to carry on a bit more. Oh, and a bit more. Okay, right. Okay. okay. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and still not, still not stopped. Yeah, okay. And now he's, now he's like not even registering that he's hitting this poor lad. Yeah. And you're like, seriously, that guy would have had brain damage. In, yeah. in reality, wouldn't have a face left. And then, like, his mum comes along, picks him up, shakes him, and then takes him home, doesn't even look at, after the kid on the floor. And you're like, oh, my God. I don't know what impression that's given, his, given their child, given Ralphie. That's called like, a sociop- sociopath. Well, Just, but, but you also have to under- believe, uh, understand the time, too. Back in the 40s, they would have done that. You know, it's like... I think that she would have taken her kids home. That would be the first thing that they would do. And she probably saw it's like, yeah, this kid's bloody, but he's bigger than him, you know, and it's not like he's dying. He's, yeah. he's doing he's doing like an Apollo Creed in, in, in Rocky Four on he the He wasn't uh, twitching. He was well, twitching. yeah, but he might have, she didn't even check. She didn't even check. And they want to give oh. this kid a gun. This, this is a really good idea, isn't it? Yeah. Good I wonder what he grew up to be. Yeah. Next year he wants an axe. Mm. <laughs> Chainsaw. <laughs> it's just, it, there's just things in that don't it make sense. It's very Christmassy. It's, it's not very Christmassy. Beating. She eats soap. She, she makes Ralph eat soap and then she eats soap. She says, I wonder what it tastes like. It tastes like eating soap, basically. It's exactly you how you think had... it would be. No. No. We never had that in America. Wash, we did wash your mouth. in England. We had washy mat out with soap and water, but no, nobody actually did ever did that. No. No, we we had it done to us. You actually did what? that. You actually had to mm-hmm. hold a bar of soap in your mouth. I didn't have to hold it, but you might have had to have hold it back in the 30s and 40s. You know, Good that's why wow, they may punish you. But like they would like put the soap in your mouth, you know, and just really quick like wash it, and then you'd have the taste of soap yeah. in, soap in your mouth like for most of the day. Yeah, because caustic soda in your mouth is like really healthy, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> what what is it called? <laughs> caustic soda is what goes into soap in the forties. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. not good for you at all. Going to burn. We should well, do a, we should do a spin-off podcast: Victorian children versus the kids in the forties in America. I'm not sure that Victoria. I'm not sure Victorian will will walk it, as most people would say. Because good lord, well, back in the forties, fifties. You know, back in the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, pregnant women were smoking cigarettes and drinking martinis like it was nothing. Because doctors you know? were telling them to, True Joe. Because they had adverts, because the doctors were paid by pharmaceutical companies to, in order to, by, by the tobacco companies, in order to flog a product. They don't do that anymore. They're all squeaky clean. They don't take funding from anything at all no these days. No news here. No, no, no. Nothing to see here. Let's move on. They're all full of integrity. And fully researched products. Well, anyway, well, maybe, maybe the doctors told them to wash their mouth out with soap too. 
Yeah, it's good mm. for them. Well, what is that? It's going to stop them from swearing. It's just that's like, oh, that no, that it's harmless. It's like it, it's going to taste horrible, but it's harmless for them. Like the castor oil stuff. I never had that. So we had until about probably ten years ago, dogs used to have a collar on, right? They used to have an electric collar, and it used to shock them into producing the, the right sort of behavior. Right. And everybody that used my, my dad used one and I just went, are you kidding me? And with the three, myself and my two sisters went to him and said, stop using this. This is barbaric. You know how to train dogs. You don't need anything like this. And it soon went, but they were so popular until somebody turned around and went, do you not think it's a, do you think it's a really bad idea to like inflict willful pain on these animals? And it got banned overnight. We still have it over here. You, what, you used to have shockable dog collars. We have it like they wear these collars and instead of like, if you don't have a fence, like if they try to go past that barrier, you know, it shocks <laughs> like the running, them. It's like the running man. Yeah. It's like, I mean, and it shocks them. It's like, they'll be running and then all of a sudden it stops in their breaks, you know, and they, they know not to go past that area. So that oh still exists. Oh my God, that's horrible. Jeez. Yeah. I'm, sur I'm surprised PETA hasn't really gotten on people's asses about that. We used to have um, something called choke chains for dogs. Yes, they remember were those. Yeah, they yeah. were metal, and they were you kind of like looped it round on itself. So, and then put it on the lead. So when you pulled the chain, it literally choked the dog because the, the chain would go tight. And then when when they were behaving, it would loosen off. But they got banned. Yeah, I remember my uncle. Uh, he lived upstate. And he had a neighbor next door and they had two floors and they had a deck that was like a, like a two-story deck. And they, they put a collar on the, uh, on their dog, you know, so it could stay outside, you know, on the second floor. And, <laughs> but it slipped through the cracks and, uh, we started hanging like, uh, by its neck. Oh, gosh. And, well, I mean, we saved it, didn't die, but it was, it was oh, kind of a funny yeah. thing to see in a little, a little bit of a way. For all those people tuning in for a delightful, delightful reflection of uh, snow and frosty, the snowman and all this. He survived. Yeah. Things, this dog is abuse. Getting, it's going to be better from much. now on. Oh, does... And I might as well introduce this into it. The other three things that I've got, the difference between the US and the UK. Why not introduce this one? They have electric sockets in the bathroom. What? Proper, proper electric sockets. You have electric showers in the bathroom. Oh, it's all protected. It's all protected. insulated. Yours are open. You, you, in fact, your sockets don't even have sockets a, an we on have off switch. Are for shavers. Yes, yeah. that's it. Um, well, again, you you've been over to the United States. You had to have seen that. No, in hotels, oh, like when you go to hotels. Yeah, you know, hotels like, have got open plug. Uh, basically, yeah. if I chuck you know, water plug into a radio this, or hairdryer in the bathroom, mm. <laughs> well, loads yeah, of a lot water. Of people, a lot of people die that way. You know, it's like that's how people commit suicide. <laughs> oh come, oh ye faithful! Sorry, I just wanted to lift the spirit up slightly with the people people committing suicide. I don't know. So what do you? I mean, basically, so I mean, would you use a hair dryer when you're drying your don't, hair? Don't, you don't have. You use it usually a hair dryer. If you go in, is is all plumbed in is basically you can't it's all sealed unit sealed, there's a hair dryer sealed. in the bathroom in a hotel otherwise it's a plug in the bedroom you never you, you never take the, the hair dryer into the bathroom anyway, or the radio 
Anyway, after, you know, many, many years of living through that, I haven't even come close to being electrocuted. So I think it sounds like you're just playing the averages, Joe, rather than. Uh, Yeah, millions of people have been playing the averages. Wow. What what a risk. Um, Number two on the list um, you don't have the concept of a round, you buy individual drinks. Is that true? If you go out with a group of buddies, like the six of you, you will go and buy your drinks. You don't go, oh, it's my round. I was going to say. And I go and buy my drink and five others. I was going to say, where was this in a Christmas story? (laughs) No, but I just thought. Oh, no, yeah. No, there were a lot of times. No, we'll buy rounds. But a lot of times, you know, if it's expensive, we'll just say separate tabs, you know. Let's remember that. Separate tabs. Separate tabs. Yes. So So you you don't even have the concept of a kitty. Yeah, a kitty. Like a a pussy cat? Baby pussy cat? No, 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 no. Nothing to do with cats or No, I know you're talking about a kitty. You know, like, well, that's the whole thing. It's like, and I never would do that. Like my friend would buy, you know, one time we went out to this bar and we went out with people from work. And he, he'll say, I'll charge it all on my credit card, you know, and then just pay me before you leave. So I guess he charged up about $500 in drinks and he got $300 back from everybody, you know, uh, where people just left, never paid him back. They just got multiple drinks. So, yeah, I don't see the problem of saying that's why I hate to buy rounds. I mean, you could buy a round, like if you like, if you buy a round and then you buy me a round, you know, like, we're, you know, say there's like four people and there's, you know, let's buy four rounds. Everyone has their go. But if there's like 30 people or 20 people. Oh, yeah, it's not, it's not going to happen. No. Okay, yeah, then you split no. up into little smaller groups. That's, a, that's But what a... you do, though, is if you're on like um, a stag do or a hen do or something, or just out with your mates, you have a kitty. So everybody puts like, I don't know, 30 or 40 quid. No one's got cash. No one's got cash. Okay. Everyone puts some money in each, technically. And then you just pay out the kitty what everybody wants. And so the kitty holder buys the drinks. Yeah. If it's on a stag do, there is a nominated kitty holder. And that kitty holder buys the drinks. He goes up to the bar, he orders the drinks. He makes sure that everyone's got a drink. fine. Mm. The kitty holder usually gets a bonus in some way. Really? Yeah, which is... When the kitty's dwindled down, if the kitty's not going to be replenished, he basically gets what's left in the kitty. And sometimes that can be up to like 17, 16, 17 pounds, in which case he can say, fine, I'll pocket that. It, it, that usually happens at the end of a stag do, because on Friday night, the kitty just rolls over to the next one. But usually they'll buy them something, you know, an extravagant drink, an 18-year-old scotch or something like that. But just just to say thank you for doing that for the whole day. Nah, it's usually people screw over the person that's paying every oh god, everybody. no, never. Oh, just take advantage. Kitty of it. holder is revered in the yeah, but the, the kitty holder is it's not their money; it's everybody's collective everybody's money. Everybody's money. So you're not screwing the kitty holder over because it's they've paid in. And then the problem is too, else. you know, like people will sometimes when they drink a little too much and they get drunk, they're like, "I paid you," you know, and they never paid them. So yeah, I'm all for separate checks, separate tabs. Mm. Boo, boo. What's the net? What's the third one? Uh, then, and the last one is if you pay by credit card without fail, they take the credit card away and then bring it back. Why, Joe? Is that true? 
Yes, that's true. What's the Why? problem with that? You, you, you so the, cred have it in your the credit site. card goes out of your site. Yeah. Yes. No, then they start going on Amazon and just buying whatever they want. Well, they could take auditor a alert. Off of auditor it. alert. Yeah. No, I mean they have to like basically scan it, but the device to scan it is like in the bar or it's somewhere else. No, you at go the with table. the credit card. Oh, you go with the credit card. No, yeah. no, no, we no, we have the people. The people bring the or machine the to your table. Is portable, so it comes to you at the table. They used to do that, like back in the seventies. They would bring something, and then you'd kind of like, and it like give yeah, you like it's not a, like that copy. anymore. Joe. No, no, it's electronic. You just tap it. Oh, you tap it. Yeah. No, now they introduced like some of these places that I went to, and I do like it. It's basically, you know, the waiter doesn't even give you anything. It's like this device, and you can play games on it while you're eating. And then when you're ready to pay your bill, you say pay your bill, and then they give you a breakdown of everything you ate, and then they give you each percentage of what tip is, you know, like uh, tip tipping. There's another thing that we are you don't you, tip. You, you, no, well, you, you have to tip. You, I mean, literally, you, you, I think the police turn up if you don't tip. Oh, Whereas where over are, here, where we I go, am. Oh, okay, we you know, yeah, we do. well, we, no, we tip I, I, if it's there good. Times, there are times I haven't tipped. If I feel the service is bad, I don't tip. What is the tip rate, though? What percentage is it? Well, now it's 20%. <gasps> yeah, it's a little crazy. It's like, you know, when someone's really good, like I, I went out to a restaurant recently and it, and it was like 15% was like only like $6 and I'm like, or $5. And I was like, oh, he was so good that I feel bad not giving him more than just five dollars you know but it, again it would yeah it, it's uh sometimes people i haven't actually yeah one time this happened which is pretty funny uh, a bunch of us went out to lunch together from work and uh there must have been 10 of us and we were being such a pain in the ass to this uh this waiter and he said look this is what i'll do i'll do this 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 and this you know and he did so much for us. And then when, when the bill came, you know, I paid in cash. Everybody paid in cash. And when it was done, like, he got a $3 tip. And he just went off. Like, he started screaming at us. And then my friend Rocco, who was, uh, may or may have not been involved with the mafia, he said, I'm coming back tonight. <laughs> Talk to that guy. You don't disrespect me like that. And uh, he goes, we don't have to give you any tip if we don't want to, you know. So I never, I don't know if that guy is sleeping with the fishes or not. I cannot confirm or deny that. But uh, <laughs> when he went back, was he there? I mean, if he wasn't there, I think he'd, he'd I never seen guess. him again. But you know, <laughs> he may have quit after us. Who knows? Concrete shoes? No, no, concrete shoes at the bottom of the at the Hudson. <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh, this is a cheery podcast. Any, anyone got any? Um, Stories about days gone by sitting on Santa's lap. Oh, no, wait a minute. Oh, not, God, not, no. Not those ones. Um, okay, back to the film. Why not? Why does um, Why does when he imagines to get back his parents, why does he wish he's blind? That's what he feel sorry. Yeah, but so he wishes himself to be blind. Is that for a sympathy vote or something? Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I would do that But he's too. blind. You can get sympathy I, I know, in another way. You're stupid, you know. It's like, 
I'll show them, you know, I'll lose a leg or something like that and come back. I I thought about things like that too. It's like, you know, like if uh, I got punished or I get beat or something like that for doing something bad. And it's <laughs> like, they'll be sad at my funeral. <laughs> you know, um, you don't want yeah. it to happen, but you imagine it. It's like, yeah, you're crying now, you know. Um, I don't see anything wrong with that. I thought that was kind of funny. Again, a lot of the things that happened in this movie happened to me. Where you, did you, know, you have you would... dogs rampaging through your house? What? No. Where did? Who let the? Sorry, who let the dogs in? I mean, seriously, That's... how did they get in? Uh, uh, Ralphie was... left the back door open, didn't he? Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. oh, he I missed that shot bit. him. He shot the gun. It ricocheted and hit him near his eye. Yeah. And he made up this cock and bull story. It was an icicle because they didn't want to know it was the gun, obviously. And then he'd broken his glasses. So then he went in, door was open, and the dogs then came. Oh, okay. I missed that Because that was totally random. That the yeah. dogs, dogs all came in. Um, yeah, I just, I guess I just didn't, I I, I, I don't see the, the Christmassy bits on it. And I guess that's probably what, let it down for me really it's christmas from beginning they're looking for a christmas tree ralphie wants a christmas present they decorate the christmas tree christmas eve they, oh, they hang do whatever on. they do what what was seriously okay i i don't know right why on earth in the film does that leg lamp appear although he's won a prize what excuse the language what the fuck is that about a leg lamp <laughs> and why does he think it's so amazing he puts the it in the window yeah because it's funny what? It, you know it, what it's is just that about? like he never really won anything big and then all of a sudden he gets something and it's crap but to him it's like the greatest thing in the world you know no one else likes it it's but awful. he just but yeah, it takes no, up, like you know 20% of the movie. I, it was it was kind of goofy. I mean, but again, I, I had seen stuff like that too, like where people would enter contests and they would win something and they're expecting something big and they get nothing, you know, in the mail. Um, but again, his mentality was like that he wanted to get something for free all of his life by entering these contests. He finally got something. And even if it was nothing to, to most people it was the, the greatest thing in the world to him i mean i understand that i i thought that was kind of funny uh and that ralphie kept feeling it up i thought that was funny too okay. and, and then the and then the flat tire that happened to me all the time like when i was really? a kid oh flat yeah tire where he says fuck no but there'd be times like when we'd be driving to my my uncle's upstate and then all of a sudden a tire would blow out and then my you know, my sister and my mother would sit in the car and my dad and I would have to go out and jack up the tire, change the tire. But it, it seemed like it happened like like maybe once every two months, you know. Uh, it was like a rite of passage, too. Like after a while, when I was old enough, I was able to jack up the car and take the nuts off and all that. Um, <laughs> oh. Oh. What do you, you guys never had flat tires? Yeah, but yeah, not every two months. Yeah. Well, we had crap. Well, they, they never make good tires because it's like, why should they? I mean, you, you, there's no reason why you can't have a tire that lasts for forever. But it's like, 
they want you to buy more tires. And, you know, back in the 70s, it was worse. And it's like, you know, four tires for $20, you know, and like, oh, what a deal. But then they'd blow out like a couple of months later. They don't care yeah. if, you're, if you're going 80 miles an hour on the freeway and it blows out. It's just like, as long as it's a good deal. I oh, see they do over here. We have like standards. <laughs> BS, BSI standards, yes. Yeah, British standards. Oh, you mean yeah. with the tires? Go mm. BSI. Uh, oh yeah, they they don't. They do and they don't. You know, and it's like they like you can buy like a tire. It'll cost you, you know, two hundred dollars if you want just for one tire. Mm. And then then you can go to like one of the Walmart ones and get one for nineteen ninety nine or something like that. What? Or maybe maybe forty forty nine ninety nine. I don't know, but they're they're very cheap, you know. Okay. Um, but I was going to say too, you know, like I was bullied too, like in school, and there was always this like bully on my block, and you know, like whenever you have a bully, like the the weaker kids start to gather towards him, you know, it's like oh, I want to be on his side, you know, because you know he's stronger than the rest of them so there would always be cronies and so like this one guy called me out and uh and he was bigger than me and and he was like pushing me and pushing me and then finally I had enough and I just punched him and I gave him an uppercut he fell and he cracked his head open on the sidewalk you know like on the on the curb yeah go Joe you know? oh but then I was the villain it's like Joe almost killed Richie. You know, I, he had to go to the hospital. He was in the hospital for a couple of weeks. You know, and they're like, "You did it well, then." Yeah, exactly. But well, he never bothered it. me again. But Clearly. it's like, but I became did anyone the, else. What's that? Did anyone else bother you after that? Not on my. Only I, later. Yeah, as years went by, yeah, I, I still got bothered. You know, yeah, it's like it was scary. I mean, I don't know if you guys had stuff like that but we yeah but again you have yeah, soccer yeah. hooligans they look like they they just don't go to soccer games and and bully other sides they probably bully people in school too they're always bullies probably um, we've talked about bullying at great length if you want to go back and listen to our breakfast okay. club well with a breakfast club i think it was basically con confessional for me so it's a it was a pretty good podcast that was back when we had when you had taylor joe yeah yeah, yeah wow it was ages ago. Um, okay, so the last thing before we get to the scores, because um, I did, I did think that the dad is just a cantankerous drunk. Is that how he's supposed to be? Was he a drunk? Yeah, he was drinking all the time. Was he? I saw him drinking uh, quite a lot. Yeah, I, I just thought he was pissed off, wasn't happy with his work, whatever that was, you know. Just wasn't well, happy. It person. certainly wasn't into antiques if he thought that that light was any good, but but certainly, yeah. I anyway, know, I said I, I thought that his wife was hot. I, I, he she she could have done better. I'll just say. <laughs> I thought she was hotter in that than she was in Close Encounters, and she was a lot younger in Close Encounters. Oh, I thought she was better in Close Encounters, but anyway, that's that's completely different. But anyway. oh, what about the, the stuff with the tongue and the and the uh, the pole? Oh God, it's just. <laughs> it, it again it probably means a lot more to you than than it does you know we i mean you we have, have, have you known anyone to ever do that what tongue on a no no well you know it works 
know. But then it's easy to get it off too. You just put hot. When we water were kids, on. we just threw rocks at nonces that were in the park. Nazis. Nonces. What were they? Uh, <laughs> what are nonces? Okay. No, 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 not gay. No, no, no. That's not the definition of nonce. Nonces. Um, a, 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 a guy, if he could have his way, would do things with <laughs> little boys. Oh, yeah, pedophiles. Pedophiles. It wasn't, a, yeah, but it, it wasn't yeah, necessary but it was that they were gay. Children. Yes. No. Yeah, it was directed no, it wasn't to necessarily, children. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, genders of all uh, of all genders. You know, he didn't discriminate. No, absolutely. But you knew who the nonce was, who the part nonce was, and when they came past in their long coat and stuff, which clearly they had nothing really? on underneath. Yeah, he used to throw stones at them and get them away. See, that's what happened when I was six. Really? Yeah. I think that's interesting. No, we never had that. It's like... You didn't have people that frequented playgrounds and parks. Never noticed them. I was too busy playing. Hmm. Then he'd come over and say, I can buy you an ice cream cone if you want one. <laughs> yeah. Never got any of that. <laughs> oh, sorry, Joe. Yeah, okay. Well, sorry, I wasn't good looking enough for the guy. <laughs> no, I just don't think they hung out in my park. No. <laughs> okay. Well, it's good that you never did, but well. Anyway, uh, that's a whole other podcast. Um so schools then. Amanda, let's go first with the score. Oh. Be be fair, you know, be kind. You know, Joe's Joe staked his case and I he's think, made a good case for it. Yeah. I was going to be a bit harsh, but I'm actually going to give it a five because I think I'd probably watch it again and just see if I've missed anything. Ooh, okay. Blunt to the point. Nice, still concise. Harsh. Five is still pretty harsh. Well, I was oh, going to give it four. <laughs> that would have been harsher. Crikey. You're going to hate my three then. Um, I, I put, I'm putting this firmly in the camp of Prancer of Christmas films that I will never, ever watch again. Just put it in that nice, neat box. I tie it up seriously... With a, nice, with a nice bow and a, a little gift tag that says, do not open ever again. And then leave that there. Seriously. And then I, I, the I just same... know that it exists. Yeah. I'm, I, I, same category as Prancer. Yes. Both beloved films, weirdly enough. Both, I, no, both beloved Prancer. films across the pond. We're, we're over here. They're both... I found the film quite depressing. I didn't find it uplifting at all. Prancer, they, they never, they never played Prancer over here. Both. No. Oh, hi, Joe. Oh, oh, hi, Joe's mum. Hello, Joe's mum. Hey. 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 <laughs> Your mum's great. Um, uh, yes, don't tell her what score I gave it until I've got off. Yeah, I don't want her like coming on and berating me and going, "How dare you?" That's that's one of our beloved classics. Um, Three, sorry, I just, I just, I, I didn't see anything endearing. I just saw it as a lot of disconnected things that just happened. So, what's going on in it, Joe? Crikey, so I would say it's a, a Christmas movie. Five, a three. I would say it's a Christmas movie. I'd probably give it a nine. <gasps> as a Christmas movie, as a as a regular movie, I would give it a seven. It's me. So it's I know it's what what are you seeing that we're not in this I don't get this maybe well, I it's told you the whole thing about the the similarities and it's the culture yeah you know and it, and it's also 
we say this all the time if you would have seen this with younger eyes i think you might have enjoyed it more you know because it's it's mostly about kids it's less about adults and i think we were able to relate to to all the kids that were in the movie you know again the kid we had that crap too like when you know i lived in new york and it would snow and we'd have to get bundled up and wear layers <laughs> upon layers you know i did find that quite funny where his little brother was just literally he couldn't bend his arms or anything <laughs> that massive goat thing yeah and, and the younger you were the more that they would bundle you up and you couldn't move <laughs> couldn't you know and if you, you fell, fell over, you, you couldn't get up, get up you yes. know? So, I, I forgot uh, i did laugh once uh when he was trying to get at the turkey because i do that i try and every time amanda oh, cooks for me test. Yeah. I called it taste test, and I try and get in there to make sure oh. it's okay. But I did like the fact that he kept going in and, oh, they're upstairs. Don't touch that turkey. I laughed. What about the Chinese restaurant? Oh, God, that was oh, pretty... Um, that was... Yeah. But is it racist, say, though? Culturally because inappropriate, how that's they were the word. speaking. But is it, though? I mean, I, I still know... Chi- I mean, not every Chinese person talks like that, but there are a lot of Chinese people... The head guy, the head Chinese guy, didn't didn't talk like that, but the rest of them no. did. That was, but no, oh, it's for for because for comedic effect was it? Well, it's comedic effect, but again, there are some that have difficulty pronouncing. Is it R's um, or L's? L's, and it comes out as R's. You know, it's not like uh, I don't know. I I people get offended by so many things nowadays. I doesn't say I was offended. It just wasn't. It's no, just... I'm not talking about you. I'm just saying that. In general, they get offended by things like um, that, even though, you know, they'll say, oh, that's racist or that's, you know, uh, cultural appropriation or something like that. Where, you know, back in the 80s was great. That's why we love this podcast is because you could do anything back in the 80s. Correct, wasn't it? What I did think was quite comical was the um, the Chinese restaurant um, uh, frontage how it was all lit up because it was bowling chinese restaurant but they'd actually got a bowling sign oh really w. i didn't notice that i missed that lit so it was bowling chinese that's restaurant. that's good i like that so it was actually on the door as bowling uh yeah i thought that was quite funny well so uh a five from amanda three from me uh, and I'm guessing a nine and a seven would average out at an eight. Uh, no, I would not just give it a seven. I would give it a seven as a movie. Seven. No, I mean, I, I can give it a score as a movie. I can give it a score as a Christmas movie if you want. It's three and three. So, yeah. Yeah, like, like Die Hard, I, I would give that as a movie. I would give that a nine. Yeah. As a Christmas movie, I'd give it a two. Because <laughs> it's it's not a Christmas movie. Yeah, I get what you mean. No. Don't, Thanks, don't, Amanda. Hum- don't humor him. Don't yeah, but this is a him. Christmas movie podcast, so I think you need to give it yeah. a nine. I heard it was a ten anyway. Um, <laughs> anyway, right, on that note, so fine. Well, we are doing another Christmas film before we uh, uh, before we take a little little break, not a big break, and then we're back with uh, uh, a dip into the 90s. Um, yes, you'll be doing it without me because I won't be here. Uh, well, we're doing it without you for two reasons. One, you're not here. And two, even if you were here, it's Wild Horses couldn't drag you to, to do a Bill Murray film. Um, uh, whereas- I'll give you I'll give you a hint. I, I've seen that movie a couple of times. and 
oh. the role the role of Charlie will be played by me next week or next time we do this. Oh dear, it's right. Ray. Uh, uh, maybe I think that movie sucks. I mean, oh. personally. Well, why we? I thought we were doing it because everyone kind of liked it. Oh. No, you liked it. You liked it. Right. Okay. We might have to dip to the classic then. Maybe do something else. Maybe we could do something else. Well, if Dom, you know, is on the podcast and he wants to talk about it, that's fine. I don't yeah. know. I just... Uh, I mean, switch it up. That's got to be one of the worst Christmas movies for me. I mean, I never watch it during Christmas. I, I mean, I watch it sometimes just to, like, say, well, maybe I'm just too hard. Nope. It sucks. <laughs> it's what? It's great film. Aww. Bill Murray's great in it. It's got a good... Good performances. What the hell are you on about? Oh, excuse me. Bill Murray is Bill Murray in it, which isn't great. But it is great because Bill Murray is great. It's not. Anyway. Uh, Well, listeners, you're hearing now on a Monday uh, when I do the podcast and hopefully release it tomorrow because it's Sunday today. um, You're hearing that we might not be doing Scrooge because we might pick something else. Um, I don't want something that is going to be everybody loves and adores, but at the same time, I don't want you griping about, yeah, well, so didn't do this, don't do that. That's well, not very Christmassy. We've done that no. in, this, in this one. It's fine. We, we've got our Christmas angst wanna, out of the way. You don't want everybody to be just like kissing a movie's ass. You want debate. True. You know? True. Debate is good. As so this it's, gar- is it's guaranteed yes. debate right now because I know you love it and you know I hate Does it. Does it have to be an eighties movie for Christmas or not? No, we've done we've done Home Alone two, which was ninety two, and we've done Die Hard two, which was nineteen ninety. Oh, that's what I wanted to. I mentioned this before. What are your favorite Christmas movies? Oh, okay. Your number. Say we if you go just live with one Christmas movie. Oh, for me, it's the Muppet Ooh. Christmas Carol. Okay. You don't like it, do you? No. I'll try to watch it again this year, but... Yeah, there's two versions now, and it's hard to find the new version. The new version's on Disney+. Plus. Um, it, it, it isn't, because I fast-forwarded through it. Oh, really? It doesn't have the song in it. I was there like, who cares? I mean, I saw this the song. song make, the I, song makes I, it. The song makes I an added... cut it out. No. No, 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 no. I, now that I've seen it, it's like Aliens director's cut. It's better. Jesus. Um. Anyway, yeah. Uh, what's what's yours? mine? I don't know. Well, I, I... well, mine is Scrooge. I I like the the one with Albert Finney, and it's oh, a musical. Really? Uh, this is my favorite Christmas. I I just oh. watched it the other night too. You know, it's just I love the music in it, and I love like. Would you consider that Victorian England back then? Um, yeah, 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 probably. Yeah, Can I, I go just with... love that time setting. Oh, well, Can I go hard. with National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, then? You can. Because oh. genuinely, every time I watch that, I just, I, I'm laughing and I know what's coming and it's Christmassy and it's, it, you know, much that I don't like Chevy chasing anything else much apart from him playing Clark, Clark Griswold. The, the bit with the lights and the next door neighbors and, you know, the, the nuclear nuclear reserve being pushed when he finally puts the light. Oh, it's just great. And a chemical toilet. And Randy Quaid. Beverly D'Angelo. Yeah. It's funny. I don't think that movie is that great, but it, every time I watch it and I want to, like, like it less, I start to like it more, you know? <laughs> yes. It's a grower. 
I've just got it in 4K, Joe. So that's why I'll be watching in 4K. What irritates me with that movie and the vacation franchise is that the kids keep getting younger and younger, you know? (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Um, They they couldn't have gotten, what's his name from, uh, you know, uh, The Breakfast Club? Oh, Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah. Couldn't have gotten him back. I even like European Vacation, apart from the the start of the with the game show. I don't like. I that always part. tell you though, that was something that did go on over here. Richard Dawson used to host Family Feud, and he used to make out with all the girls, and it was you know. Yeah, kind but she's of a third, joke. she's twelve. But In, yeah, it, that's all. But that's the funny part, you know. Like right, they okay. can, because it was National <laughs> Lampoon. It was a little dirty. All right. And, okay. But in the and previous it, movie, she was older yeah. in the previous movie. So yes, maybe, yeah, yeah. Maybe she got was. confused. Oh, I'd have definitely done that with better. Was that his defense? Angela. I was confused. Um. Anyway, there we go. That's the uh, that's the end. So I don't know what we'll be doing. We might have a little bit of discussion. We may end up doing Scrooge, but whatever we do, we'll have some Christmas cheer at the end. And who knows? We'll probably have a a Christmas drink in front of us. How about we do yeah, it? That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they have we Christmas should... jumpers on or something, or some hats. Oh, yeah, Christmas jumpers then next next time. Right, I'd say that's you can what we're going to do. some crackers, but I we're... won't be here, so... I've already pulled I've already pulled the cracker, and she's here. <laughs> What's a jumper? Sweat like a sweater? Sweater. sweater, okay. Is it really hot where you are? Yes. Oh, we can uh, Christmas <laughs> cracker jokes aren't the thing, then. What <laughs> you got get a t-shirt a... or a hat. Um... Santa no, I, I have a no. I have a Christmas. Uh, I have a Santa hat. I have a Christmas. Uh, there you go. Wear that then. Shirt. But yeah, they, no, they do sell. They sell ugly sweaters. Ugly Christmas sweaters. It's not and, ugly, but mine, mine's not ugly anyway. No, um, I'm not saying yours is, but they over here. That's a popular thing. Like mm-hmm. the uglier, the better. You know. Yeah. The 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 yes. The, the gauntier. You know. We have um a charity day in December um where everybody wears Christmas jumpers to raise money for charity thing now. i've got a great star wars one i might wear that one um what do you get joe if you cross a kangaroo with a sheep a sheeparoo a woolly jumper do you know i wouldn't have gotten that you know, <laughs> know what like, a jumper is he wouldn't get it yeah, just told me just what a jumper you, is. yeah you told me That's like 30 seconds ago but oh, it's I'm like setting him work. up but a it's woolly sweater <laughs> a woolly <Yeah>. sweater <laughs> What do you get? Like, like, what do you get if you cross a sheep with a fat guy in a sauna? <laughs> a woolly sweater. Doesn't work. I know. Like again, that that woolly jumper one. I've had twenty four hours to come up with the right answer, and you had a gun to my head. Would never get it. You know. Well, you would. You would have worked out that we were talking about clothing, no, and eventually you would have got no. to it and go, "What a kangaroo is famous for? The only thing that they're famous for is jumping, boxing." I would never come up with wool. They don't, they don't, they don't, they don't do much boxing. Bruce punch. <sighs> right. Okay. On that. On that note, <laughs> kangaroo's punch. Uh, let's say goodbye. It's a woolly puncher. <laughs> a woolly puncher. <laughs> what do you get if you cross Sylvester Stallone with a sheep? <laughs> a, a, a woolly kangaroo. No. Wait a minute. Got it wrong. A woolly. Anyway, oh my God. on that note, um, I'll bring some crackers, Joe. In fact, I will bring some crackers and I will, some. we will transatlantically pull some crackers. And okay. oh, if only I can send you, if only can I can send you a hat. 
you can do live joke telling from the crackers. Yes, yes. excellent. I'll, I'll get Dom to bring some crackers as well. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we could do a, a, a cracker break every. Yeah, let's get five let's minutes. Get, let's get plastered for this one. You know. Yeah, and, I'm in. Uh, oh, I'm really annoyed. I'm not going to be in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll get my my favorite drink that gets me plastered really quick. Excellent. And, uh, we'll definitely do screen. What is that? Uh, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> right, okay. Look, we'll, let's end on a cliffhanger. Um, right, so... Uh, it's not egg uh, then. Right, Christmas film, next time, another Christmas film. And then it's on to season eight. Wow, Sounds season good. eight. Right. Cheerio. Cheerio.